Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the standouts. In the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back at a week that seemed to last a fortnight. As Jeremy Hunt took over as Chancellor and binned almost all of the emergency budget, there was chaos as first the Home Secretary and then the Prime Minister quit. Plus, we'll get the latest on Ukraine, Donald keeps committing crimes, and Meghan talks Wordle. This is the standout seven from the Smart Seven. Don't forget to hit that follow button to get your daily updates at 7 a.m. After Kwasi Kwarteng's rapid departure, veteran Tory minister Jeremy Hunt was drafted in as the brand new chancellor. He hit the ground running, calmly dismantling almost all of the Prime Minister's mini-budget and addressing the Commons with details on his plan to cut Britain's debt and produce a fully costed plan by October the 31st. Firstly, we will reverse almost all the tax measures announced in the growth plan three weeks ago that have not started parliamentary legislation. The Chancellor said he's completely confident in the UK's long-term economic prospects, but he didn't hold back, saying the government will take whatever tough decisions necessary. There will be more more difficult decisions, I'm afraid, on both tax and spending as we deliver our commitment to get debt falling as a share of the economy over the medium term. Liz Truss sat silently behind him as he spoke, but the Prime Minister earlier missed questions from MPs on the fallout from her mini-budget. She sent leader of the Commons, Penny Mordaunt, in her place, who said she was attending urgent business. Her absence prompted jeering from the opposition and questions from leader Sir Keir Starmer. But where is the Prime Minister? away, dodging questions, scared of her own shadow. Yeah. The lady's not for turning up. The measures announced by Jeremy Hunt didn't really do the trick in terms of calming the markets. Late on Tuesday, CEO of Kane International and co-owner of Chelsea FC, Jonathan Goldstein, was giving a grim outlook on how investors are viewing the UK. We've had three sovereign wealth funds that we are in business with say to us at the moment, the United Kingdom's on hold. We're actually, uninvestable. We are uninvestable at this point in time. We'd rather watch and watch and wait. Meanwhile, the National Energy Action Director of Policy, Peter Smith, says that the government's U-turn on the energy guarantee, with an April deadline for support, has brought back uncertainty for millions. Even households on median incomes are going to be struggling, and if they're faced with energy bills of over £4,500 from, from day one of this support being reduced, it's going to create huge, huge problems for those households financially, but it's also going to have a massive knock-on impact in terms of the, the wider economy. Wednesday saw the embattled Liz Truss facing Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer at Prime Minister's question time. With the pressure mounting, so much so that the Daily Star were running a live stream of a lettuce to see if it would outlast Liz, she needed to put in a passionate performance. Mr Speaker, I am a fighter and not a quitter. But things didn't get any better for her as Wednesday went on. She found herself accepting the resignation of Home Secretary Suella plain to Rwanda Braverman, who admitted she'd sent a document by email that was not approved. Suella's had quite a week already, going viral for her rant about the Guardian reading Coalition Against Change on Tuesday evening. It's the Guardian reading, to- tofu eating, woke karate, dare I say, the animal. 
Former Transport Secretary Grant Shapps was announced as her replacement, but the evening became increasingly chaotic, with a Commons vote that led to accusations of bullying and the resignation of both the Chief Whip and her deputy in frustration. Bizarrely, the two whips then appeared to unresign, and Tory backbencher Charles Walker sounded like he was at some kind of breaking point. This is an absolute disgrace. As a Tory MP of 17 years, who's never been a minister, who's got on with it loyally most of the time, I think it's a shambles and a disgrace. By the time Friday morning rolled around, it was clear that Liz Truss's Prime Minister was simply no longer acceptable for Tory MPs, as the chairman of the 1922 committee, Graham Brady, entered Downing Street for a frank discussion. Then at 1.30, Liz took to the podium outside Downing Street on Thursday afternoon to confirm she would be stepping down, in a speech that summed up her achievements that lasted for just 90 seconds. I recognise, though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. Her tumultuous six-week tenure saw the death of a monarch, not her fault, and the crashing of the economy, definitely her fault, all of which left the government with its worst approval rating ever. Her departure opens the door for another leadership contest, with Rishi Sunak, Penny Mordaunt and even a resurgent Boris Johnson jostling for position. This morning I met the chairman of the 1922 committee, Sir Graham Brady. We've agreed that there will be a leadership election to be completed within the next week. This week saw Ukraine continuing to push forwards towards the city of Kherson whilst maintaining a media blackout. The most notable sign of the progress they're making came when Russia announced it's beginning a process of evacuating people there as it warns that a Ukrainian attack is coming. The nervousness amongst the Russian invaders was also reflected by Vladimir Putin's decision on Wednesday morning to declare martial law in the annexed enclaves. In the Donetsk People's Republic, in the Luhansk People's Republic, as well as in the Kherson and Zaporizhia regions, before they were taken into Russia, a martial law regime was in effect. And now we need to formalize this within the framework of Russian legislation. That's why I signed a decree on the introduction of martial law in these four constituent entities of the Russian Federation. Meanwhile, the waves of Russian attacks using what appear to be Iranian kamikaze drones continued to target Ukrainian power and water plants, plunging more cities into darkness and potentially creating a humanitarian crisis as winter closes in. Ukrainian ambassador to the UK, Vadim Pristaiko, says Russia's intentions are clear. So we, with the assistance of our friends and partners, we are coping with the situation. But that's what Russians are actually doing. They're trying to, you know, bring us down to the Stone Age. Ukraine's also had to impose temporary power blackouts as Russian strikes on critical infrastructure mean that at least 30% of their power grid's now offline. But on Thursday night, President Zelensky was warning of a brand new threat. He claims that Russian terrorists have mined the Kakivska hydroelectric dam, which supplies water to a vast region, including the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. This dam contains about 18 million cubic metres of water. If Russian terrorists damage this dam, more than 80 settlements, including Kherson, would be in the zone of rapid flooding. China's president is poised to clinch his third five-year term in charge. Speaking at the start of the Communist Party Congress in Beijing, Xi Jinping says he's achieved comprehensive control over Hong Kong, turning it from chaos to governance. He also signalled there'd be no immediate relaxing of his strict zero-Covid strategy. Mr Xi also mentioned Taiwan, which regards itself as separate to China, saying he wants peaceful reunification with the territory. We will continue to strive for peaceful reunification with the greatest sincerity and the utmost effort. 
but we will never promise to renounce the use of force, and we reserve the option of taking all measures necessary. Still to come on the standout seven, Donald Trump just can't stop committing crimes on tape, and Meghan Markle lifts the lid on her home life. Right after this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. Donald Trump's in hot water yet again over the handling of top-secret information. The former US president's been caught on tape sharing the fawning letters that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un had written to him with journalist Bob Woodward. It's part of the new audiobook, The Trump Tapes, with eight hours of recorded interviews, which is set to be released by the Washington Post journalist. In the 2019 recording, the US leader seems to acknowledge he shouldn't be showing the letters around. Nobody else has them, but I want you to treat them with respect. I haven't I understand. Them I understand. And don't say I gave them to you, okay? Okay. I... But I think it's okay. Normally, I wouldn't have given, I wasn't going to give them to Bob, you know. Would you make a photostat of them or something? No, I dictated them into a tape recorder. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday night saw the rescheduled Mercury Prize winner announced at the London Apollo, with rapper Little Sims taking the coveted music award. The original event was cancelled at the last minute. It was due to happen the same day that Queen Elizabeth II died. Hosted by Lauren Laverne, the show saw performances from all the nominees, including Self Esteem, Koji Radical and Sam Fender, Joy Crooks, Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler at the packed event. Winning for her album Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, a delighted Little Sims was thankful for the honour. A last but never ever least, I want to also big up all the other nominees tonight, all the other albums from Joy to Koji, Self Esteem Wet Leg, all of you guys are incredible we all made incredible albums we all changed people's lives with our music and that's the most important thing so this is for us really you know what I'm saying, thank you guys so much The internet seemed to be having a Meghan Markle down Wednesday. Her new podcast with celebrity chef and girl about town Paris Hilton dropped. Plus, she's also on the cover of Variety magazine, which had an in-depth interview with her. We learnt a lot about Meg's own cooking abilities. Apparently, she makes a delightful bolognese. And she lifted the lid on what goes on in the Mountbatten-Windsor-Markle household late in the evening. Hmm. Once we've gotten the kids to bed and played a little wordle or done my 10 minutes of Duolingo. <laughs> so after those two things, if we do turn on the TV, which is fairly rare, no, but there are a couple, I mean, there's some incredible shows on at the moment. And I think really watching great storytelling, there's nothing like it. So I would say White Lotus was a pretty good example of that. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.